Yo, 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 welcome to Real Sex Radio, the podcast where we get down and dirty to give you the dirt about real human sex. I'm your host, Hannah Deindorfer, a fairy godmother, sexuality, and somatics coach who is here to support you in having wildly intimate, connective, real sex. Sex is messy, fun, playful, awkward, and most of all, human. On Real Sex Radio, you'll hear stories from real people about their cringiest, messiest, funnest, joyfulest, and wildest sex experiences, and tips for me on how you can improve your sex life. I'm here to keep it real. Welcome to the show. Today, I have my friend Stacy, in air quotes, (laughs) here (laughs) to share about some of her upbringing around sex and some stories about her experiences. I have had the pleasure of getting to know Stacy as a client and a friend and she is amazing. She is super self-aware, so kind, nurturing, and honestly hilarious. And I am so excited to have her on the show today. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being here and being open and wanting to talk about your experiences. Honestly, this is very nerve-wracking. Oh. But, <laughs> but I'm here for it. I think this is a great way to talk about sex and so yeah, let's do it. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, so I would love if first, before we get started, you can just share your age, um, your gender, and your sexual orientation. I'm 25, female, and straight-ish. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so most of the sexual experiences you've had are with men then? Yeah. Hetero men. Mm-hmm. Okay, Awesome. Um, so to start, I would love if maybe you could give just some context. We talked a little bit before about like some of the ways that you were raised around sex. And I think that's really important context to set. And so would love to just hear about some of those experiences for you and what it was like growing up relating to sex. For sure. Um, so I was born in Texas into a very Southern Baptist traditional family and, um, Sex was always considered a sin if you're not married, la, la, la. And I was always conditioned to believe that um, thoughts about sex, behaviors relating to sex, um, in terms of, like, the way you dress, the way you dance, the way you talk can all be sexualized and that's negative. Um, So yeah, that was pretty much how I was raised. And I always felt a lot of guilt and shame around sex. Um, I think, well, something kind of funny that came from that actually was constantly being told that men were trying to take advantage of me Mm -hmm. or that men were um always looking through like lustful eyes Mm -hmm. and that I was you know a temptation or Mm -hmm. some kind of thing to be like devoured Mm -hmm. I don't know and what did that do for you like feeling that or believing that Um, it made me feel responsible, like, for them. Mm Mm-hmm. And also, 
it made me first experiment with girls. Yeah. Yeah, because I was just, like, not really trusting of men Mm -hmm. and afraid because Mm -hmm. I was always told that's sinful. So all of my first sexual experiences ended up being with women. Mm -hmm. And how was that for you? Honestly, it was great. Yeah. I didn't experience shame around it like I did when I first had sexual experiences with men because I thought like we're on the same side Mm -hmm. that kind of thing so just odd too because as I grew older there was then the narrative that girls are competition Mm -hmm. so it's just funny all the conditioning and how things change yeah so I would love to share like as you grew up and started to have sex, like what what was that with men? What was that like? Like what were your experiences like? Or if you have any specific experiences that stand out that are memorable in some way to you, either good or bad, whatever, mm-hmm. or both. I would love to hear a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, okay, so not one specific story is popping in my head but just more of a theme of when I started having sex um was that I would attach a lot of um like depth onto the sex that we were having because I was always taught that it's so sacred Mm -hmm. as ironic as that is because it was so sinful Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was always taught that it's, you know, such a huge deal and that you should, you know, like be in love and committed. So then my experiences were me overly attaching and having this huge letdown and being um, kind of like thrown in the circle of, yeah, you are being taken advantage of Mm -hmm. because this, this and this. Like, you tempted them, and it was just a weird circle to have. Mm-hmm. It was like a kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, yeah. you already believed that you were going to be taken advantage of, but then you were like, I want to have sex, so I'm going to find a partner, and then I'm going to be in love with them. And then just mm-hmm. reading all of that into it then led you to be with people who were not as committed or consistent or as in love with you and then it had this self-fulfilling prophecy of like well they're taking advantage of me and it was like this kind of like a cycle kind oh of, yeah yeah and then I was like fuck that cycle I'm gonna turn it around and I'm gonna be the one that takes advantage of people mm-hmm. so then I went through my whole phase and um my fuck girl phase <laughs> which honestly was a lot of fun yeah that was probably one of the most freeing times of my sexual life Mm -hmm. because I no longer had like this huge emotional attachment to it it was more just me having a damn good time Mm. what did that so you said it was like freeing for you it was like liberating what did you learn from that time in your life about sex or about yourself um I think really for me it was stepping into like my own power not feeling like I'm some kind of thing to be had, Mm -hmm. which I mean, you know, I was a thing to be had. (laughs) (laughs) 
but like I had control yeah and I could choose the way that I approached it and I knew what I wanted going into it Mm -hmm. that's amazing so you know I've also watched you transform over the last year in the way that you relate to relationships too and just going from like your experience with your past partner where you were really really responsible and it was a lot of like attachment there to the relationship you have now which is super healthy I'm curious like how the sex changed in those relationships and what your experience is like now and like how like what you've learned like what is that growth like for you because it seems like you're in a really powerful positive place now with your sex oh yeah oh my god okay so sex before I think the biggest factor was communication Mm -hmm. and in that having a safe space for us to express authentically that was something with my current relationship we defined from the very first day we were like no matter what happens we're always going to have this space where we're free to be and say what's on our hearts and minds and hold space for each other to to listen and figure it out together Mm -hmm. so there's been a lot of times where in the past things have made me uncomfortable and I just kind of push through it thinking that something's wrong with me versus now if I feel uncomfortable it's a conversation and we figure out how how I can feel more connected that's incredible yeah. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> that totally changed my life. I love that. Is there, if there was something that you could tell people about sex, like if you, like from all of your experiences, because you've had like such an incredible wide ranging journey with your relationship to sex, if there was anything that you could tell people about sex or share with them that you would want them to know from all of your experiences, what would it be? Mm. The first thing that comes to my mind is that you are worthy. Like, I'm worthy of enjoying. I'm worthy of exploring. And to drop the shame. Mm-hmm. How did you do that? How did you let go of that shame? It's a practice. Yeah. <laughs> it's still there sometimes, but just being aware of it, I think, is one of the biggest steps. Just knowing it's in the room. Mm-hmm. Being like, hey, what's up? Hey, shame. Hey, shame. You chilling? We good here? <laughs> we gonna have a good time? All right, let's go. <laughs> let's make it nasty. <laughs> I love that. That's beautiful. So, like, know know that you're worthy and then make friends with your shame. For sure. Yeah. A huge part of my personality, too, is making things playful into a joke. So, for me, it's been fun to, like, play with shame in a way, like, I see you and I'm going to exaggerate mm-hmm. what you think you're making me feel right now. Mm-hmm. What does that sound like? Um... For instance, it could be, 
Okay, this is all right. Here we go. Here's the story. Let's go. <laughs> this is what, this is the juice I've been waiting for. Come on. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so, me and my partner, we're having a conversation around going to a play party, mm-hmm. and I had just gone through an abortion. So I was in just kind of a vulnerable state. And this is something that we've kind of played with the idea of doing and experiencing. But obviously, it just wasn't really the right time. Mm -hmm. So when it was brought up, I kind of just noticed that to me, it felt like a little disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Not in a way like I was offended but just in a way where the two the the timing just mm like the timing of like you getting an abortion and then having it requested to go to a play party right up against each other yeah. was like felt disrespectful in it some way it was just like a yeah. no for me mm-hmm. and so we had that conversation we were totally on the same page with each other and then and then we cuddled mhm mhm and then, you know, the cuddle turns into a little something. Well, gets a little spicier. <laughs> and then, <laughs> by the end of it, I was, I was having him, um, I wanted him to disrespect me. Yeah. On purpose. So I was just wanting to be spanked and tossed around, told what to do, choked. And then we ended up having anal for the first time. Wow, amazing. All in the space of like, I want you to disrespect me, bitch. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Amazing. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much for sharing that. So that was like an example of like taking the shame or the, the feeling that you were feeling, the disrespecting, and then just like amplifying it and turning mm-hmm. it into something that was fun and playful and sexy. Yeah. Amazing. And a huge part of that is that we talked through everything before. Mm-hmm. And so we were totally on the same page. It wasn't like this power dynamic. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, teammates mm. just having fun. So. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's what I was waiting for. That's the story (laughs) I wanted. Thank you so much. I appreciate that share. How'd Mm -hmm. that feel for you to share that? Nerve wracking still, but it felt like tying the knot on everything I've been saying. So definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it also is like, I believe that shame is something that exists when we don't talk about it, when we ignore it, when we Mm -hmm. hide. And just this act of, like, sharing more and being more open and telling that story, if there was any shame that existed about that experience, like, you're, by sharing the story, releasing even more of that. Oh, yeah. Even more so, now I feel like a bad bitch. Yes. Like, yeah, that happened. We awesome. Look at us. (laughs) Oh. Oh, fuck oh. yeah. Love that. <laughs> well, is there any last things you want to share? Any last things you want to say to wrap up? Just that I appreciate what you're doing with this. You always step so boldly. Thank you. And it's really awesome to witness. 
Thank you. You I go, girl. It. Fuck yeah. Let's go. I want I want more of this. And it was it's incredible to have you as the second guest on this show, the first female guest on this show. Yes. And I am so excited to keep watching you grow and to watch this podcast grow and to like hear feedback from people because I know someone's listening and resonating a lot with this story and feeling less alone in their experience mm-hmm. because of what you shared. Um, yeah. So if you're listening and that is you, I would love for you to like screenshot this podcast, tag me, share it, sh- write a review, share what this meant to you to hear that the experience that you have had resonated with the stories that you heard today and stay tuned for more. Um, thanks again, Carson, for being yeah. here. I love you so much. I love you. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Keep listening and stay tuned. Oh, yeah.